we dated for a year and I could never bring up I was I was diabetic and it was a mix of you know me wanting to hide it but also like over time then I was like oh it's like too late to bring it up you know it's like I was like six months in I was like all right like I haven't brought it up by now like and so like I I really had this I was like convincing myself why I wasn't telling him but you know the real reason was I was just scared you know I was just nervous um, about how he would react to it. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, a quick question for you. Does type 1 diabetes make you feel stuck? Do you feel like type 1 limits you and makes it harder to do the things that you want to do? If so, I have a free guide that can help you get unstuck and become more flexible in your life with type 1 diabetes. To download your free copy, go to www.thediabetespsychologist.com backslash get unstuck. That's thediabetespsychologist.com backslash get unstuck. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Diabetes Psychologist for access to even more exclusive content. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. If you're in a relationship, whether you've been married for 50 years or the relationship just started last week, I have a question for you. When did you tell the person you were dating that you have diabetes? And maybe more importantly, when and how did you let them know how big of a part of your life diabetes is? And if you're not in a relationship right now, is this something you think about? Has diabetes ever gotten in the way of you starting a relationship or being completely open and honest in your past relationships? We all want to feel like we can be open and honest in our relationships, but diabetes can get in the way sometimes. On this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast, I do a coaching session with Jenna. Jenna's 24 years old, and she currently lives in Montreal, Canada. In the past, Jenna has been really reluctant to talk about diabetes with her boyfriends. But she just started dating somebody new. And now that she's in a much better place with her diabetes, she wants to be more open and honest in this new relationship. In this episode, I coach Jenna on how she can be more open and honest in her relationship with this new guy around her diabetes and how that can benefit the entire relationship. Also, during this episode, I talk about how I told my wife that I have diabetes. And trust me, the story may not be what you think it is. So be sure to listen for that. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And here's my coaching session with Jenna. Jenna, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited to have you on the podcast and do some coaching with you. Thank you. So why don't we start off by having you introduce yourself to my listeners and tell them a little bit about you and a little bit about your life with diabetes. Um, yeah, for sure. So my, my name is Jenna. I'm 24 years old and I've had diabetes. You know, it's been, uh, I've had diabetes, I think maybe 18, 19 years. So I, my dates are so fuzzy. I think I have the date 2001 in my head. It might've been 2000. I think I was about five or six. <laughs> so I have definitely no die anniversary, like diabetes birthday, like 
I, I'm not really sure when I was diagnosed, but um, I do remember it was pretty uh, quick that I was diagnosed because my mom recognized the symptoms right away because my my grandma was diabetic. And so she you know, noticed I was drinking a lot of water and going pee a lot. And then she was like, all right, let's take, take her into the hospital and like get her checked out. So that, that was really super simple. I don't have any like crazy traumatic. Oh, I do. I do have like a little like memory of like hearing like, oh, you have diabetes. And I was like, oh, I'm going to die. You know, <laughs> I remember, I remember that. I remember that. That was like definitely something that was stuck in my head. But other than that, the diabetes was um, really easily diagnosed. And my parents are really helpful. Like you know, getting me acclimated to the the insulin and the needles and the pricking the finger and all that. And they've been like super helpful with like, you know, insulin pumps and getting me what I need and like that sort of thing. So I'm super fortunate on that end. So fast yeah. forward ahead to now, how is like yeah. diabetes in 2021? And going in fast forward, it's been super rocky up until now, um, like ups and downs, definitely within like, now I have recently really started reflecting on my diabetes and really working on changing my relationship with diabetes. So um, that has like really helped me both like control my diabetes, but also not feel so bad about it whenever it's not good. So currently I'm feeling, I'm feeling very, uh, very stable with it. Very, I'm not, I'm not butting heads with it so much anymore. I'm so glad to hear that. But I know that you're having a specific challenge that you want to talk about today. Yeah. So yes. why, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about what you're dealing with right now? So the challenge that I really want to work on is dating. So I am just starting a new relationship maybe a few weeks ago, two, two three weeks ago. And dating has always been really hard for me with diabetes in terms of like bringing up diabetes, when to do it, how to do it. And, you know, also who I'm comfortable with, like some people I'm more comfortable bringing it up with than others. So in this current relationship, I really like the guy that I'm with. And so I really want to make my relationship with him and my relationship with diabetes, like cohesive. And and I don't want to have that, like separating the line of I have diabetes and then I have a relationship. I want it to be a very, very fluid relationship between, you know, between us. And so... (laughs) Before we go into that topic, I want to backtrack mm-hmm. a little bit because I know that you told me before that you had a relationship in the past where yeah. you, you dated the guy for a year. And for that whole yeah. year, he didn't know that you had diabetes. Mm-hmm. Tell a little bit about that. For sure. So one thing I mentioned to you was I, so again, I, if, it depends on the person, but if I really, really like someone, it, it sounds weird, but it's harder for me to bring up I have diabetes the more I like them. Um, and it probably it's just cause I, I really want them to like me back. You know, I don't want, I don't want any like, you know, reason for them to not like me. And so, um, I, I do remember this, uh, this guy I dated last year, um, or is it, is it maybe about two years ago, but we dated for a year and I could never bring up, I was, I was diabetic and it was a mix of, you know, me wanting to hide it, but also like over time, then I was like, oh, it's like too late to bring it up. You know, it's like, I was like six months in, I was like, all right, like I haven't brought it up by now. Like, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's never going to come up. Um, But the other reason was he was on exchange as well. And so I knew he was going back home in a year. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, kind of in my mind, I was like, okay, well, I probably won't see him again. Um, after this. And so like, I I really had this, I was like convincing myself why I wasn't telling him, but you know, the real reason was I was just scared. You know, I was just nervous um, about how he would react to it. And so he Um, never, he never knew. 
He never knew for the year, except I had gone. So he's from Japan. And then I had gone in February uh, 2020 to go, you know, visit friends and then to visit him as well. And yeah, and we were, you know, we we had a weekend together and, and it was really, really great. It was like old times, like dating again. And I had a lot of fun. And I was like, I was like, all right, you got, you got to tell him. I was like, there's nothing you can do. Like, no, you know, you just, you just got to tell him. Cause at that point I was like, okay, I know I really do like this guy. You know, it's, it's, it's someone I really do enjoy being around and, and I would want to see myself being with. And so it was a very interesting way of telling him, but it was just kind of like nonchalantly like, oh, by the way, guess what? I have diabetes. Like it was literally, that was, that was the way I told him. So yeah, I did tell him eventually, but it took me a year to like finally push myself into it. <laughs> so what was his reaction? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't what I expected. Actually, I was expecting to get more of a reaction. I was expecting to get more of like, a, Oh, really? Or like, what is that? Or like, what is what is it? Or like, you know, um, just either positive or negative, just like more of a reaction, but I really didn't get much of a reaction. So so, you know, I was, I was kind of like, okay, maybe I think he also doesn't know much about diabetes either. Like, like, oh, I think I have a friend who's diabetic, but I think he had no prior associations with diabetes, which, you know, kind of maybe was a reason that he didn't have any sort of, you know, crazy reaction, but yeah, he was just like, oh, okay, cool. Interesting. Yeah. And that was about it. <laughs> so nothing. Spending a year with a person and not telling me of diabetes must have been yeah. challenging to navigate. Yeah. You know. It's funny, like now, you know, thinking about it, like, I think the before though, I was very, I wasn't very open with diabetes in general. So I'm a lot more open with it now. You know, like I was saying before too, I'm, you know, able to take insulin in public now I can, you know, tell friends and, and coworkers and, and, you know, that sort of thing. It's, it's, I'm more open about it, but also previous, like last year and years prior, I really wasn't open with it, with the public and, and just in general. So it was, I was more accustomed to hiding it. And so that's why I think I naturally hit it around him too. Um, so, yeah. So what's going on right now in your new relationship? And have you told the new guy that you have diabetes? Yeah, I, I, I did. Um, I, so I kind of uh, halfway told him, um, no, I did. I did tell him I have diabetes, but I did it in a really like uh, trying to look cool way. So I was like, he asked me like, what's that thing on your arm? I have like a CGM. I've got the, the freestyle Libra. And he was like, Oh, like what's that? And I was like, I was like, check this out. It's so cool. It's like, I showed him the meter and I like, you know, did the whole like beeping, like, look, I like look my blood sugars at, like, it shows me like real time data of like how my like, you know, sugar, sugar is like the levels. And so I made it look super cool. You know, I did this like, um, kind of futuristic, like, yeah, and I'm getting this new machine. It's like the new, like G6 Dexcom. So I like, you know, I really like super overplayed, like, you know, all the technologies. Um, and then, you know, I gave him kind of the shorter version of, um, you know, when I eat sugar and when I eat carbs, like I got to take medicine for it. Um, if, you know, if I take too much, then I got to eat some food because like it's going too low. So I gave him like the very, uh, overview, you know, happy version of diabetes. Did you so, tell him about the yeah. injections? I, no, actually good question. I, I haven't told him. I haven't because actually I still am kind of hiding it. Still go to the bathroom to, to give myself shots, which is funny because I don't do it. I don't do it in front of like, I'll give myself insulin and shots in front of my clients and I'll do it in, in the bus. Like, you know, I have no issues with that, but I, for some reason, romantic relationships, I find it so hard to like bring out my insulin pen and like, you know, give myself an injection. And so I haven't, I haven't even told them, you know, I, I say I took medicine, you know, I haven't even said I take shots, you know, or I take, you know, injections, like, 
Like, so it's, I, that's definitely something I'm still hiding. And even like I mentioned, even like low snacks, I even remember like going to the washroom to eat my low snacks last week. You know, it's like, it's, it's such, such a bizarre thing. I, I don't know. I just feel this yeah need to hide it. What are you scared will happen? What I'm scared of is he'll see kind of like the ugly side of it. Or not the ugly side, but he'll see the not so attractive side of diabetes. Like right now I've really painted it in a good picture. Like I've really made diabetes look like, oh, it's like almost fun in a way. Like, oh, I get to like check my blood sugar with like this thing on my arm. You know, I've made it really look kind of like, you're like kind of like cool. Um, but I haven't really shown him like the ugly side of diabetes and like, um, you know, if my blood sugar really gets low, I haven't told him how I feel. Like I haven't told him like, these are the symptoms of low and like, you know, cause I'm, I'm, you know, I've had it for so long. I'm, I'm so used to like, my body's really sensitive to diabetes. So I know like if I'm getting high or if I'm getting low, if I am low. So that's kind of nice for me. Then like someone doesn't have to look at me and be like, oh, she's low, but she doesn't know she's low, you know, but I haven't given him that, that realistic side of diabetes like that. Okay. I have to calculate everything. I have to think about what I'm doing in, in an hour. I have to think about, you know, what did I eat three hours ago? I, you know, I have to, you know, maybe inject myself more or take food more, even after I've eaten a big meal, you know, it's, it's just like, a, it sounds like you're scared that if you let him know the realities of diabetes that somehow he won't like you as much. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or he'll get scared or maybe he'll like, he'll think like, Oh, like that's a big thing also for him to take on as well. You know, like, Oh, do I want to date someone or, or, you know, do I want to, yeah, maybe do I want to date someone and, and also have to like take that on for myself as well. So, yeah. yeah that's a real fear that people have of, of really, how do you share that thing about you that you consider to be unattractive and mm-hmm, that you don't right, want to right. know about, but at the same right. time in dating somebody, you want to get to know them and you want to see if yeah. the relationship is going to be right. good for you the know? long term. And mm-hmm. so exactly. it's mm-hmm. it kind of, it's, yeah. it's, it's a complicated situation. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you a story. So mm-hmm. when I was first dating my wife many years ago, we're, we're going to be married 10 years this year. So mm-hmm. 11 years ago, we started dating and we were dating long distance. So we, mm-hmm. spent, we spent a lot of time talking on the phone uh, before she moved to California and we got married. Mm-hmm. But when one of the first times we were talking on the phone, I went low. Mm-hmm. We were having some sort of deep conversation. And all of a sudden, <laughs> my mind just like, I remember this perfectly. <laughs> Like I was laying on my couch in my living room and I, and my, yeah. my, my, like I started sweating and I'm yeah. like, I had, I was like, I'm fine. I can deal with this. This is going to be no problem. Right. And right. I let it go. And then it's pretty soon. Like I wasn't making sense. Yeah, and, for and sure. I, <laughs> I have to, I have to call you back and I, I now hung uh-huh. up on her and I went, okay, and I, okay. I treated my low and about 20 minutes later, I called her back. And, yeah. and then I had to, I had to explain to her what happened. And she was like, why yeah. did you hang up on me? Like, what's wrong with me? Like, what, what yeah. are you thinking? It was an interesting conversation because she didn't react in any way that was worrisome. She just like, like okay, cool. That's what you deal with. She went to see, but she got to hear the real side of diabetes mm-hmm, from the mm-hmm. beginning. I think for me, that was a sign that she was a keeper because she didn't run away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how did, how did you, did you go into um, like all the deep topics of, you know, like your diabetes and how you, you know, treat it, or did you kind of surface, skin the surface and um, think, how did I mean, you I, like start that? I don't remember specifically, but I think at the beginning it was kind of surface level. It was like, well, mm-hmm. so I take insulin and I certainly mm-hmm. talked about, I was wearing a pump at the time. And so I talked about my pump and yeah. how, how insulin works and what happens when my blood sugar is high and low. Mm-hmm. So kind of just the basic facts. I don't think we got into any of the deeper stuff until mm-hmm. later on in the relationship, 
I'd never been one to hide my diabetes. Um, came out in the open pretty quickly, not really by right. my choice, but by you had to, yeah, by, by the choice of my, my blood sugar. And I had to explain right. myself as to why I hung up on her and didn't right. call her hot for right. half an hour. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. You can't just text her and be like, "Hey, you know, I'll be back in fifteen, or you know, hold on, or you know, it's on telephone." <laughs> I totally understand where you're coming from, but mm-hmm. I wonder what happens if that same situation happens to you. You know, maybe you're hanging out tomorrow night and you go low. It's funny because I, that does, that has happened already with me, with him. Um, and that's what I really want to, to work on because I think it wasn't definitely the first like two, two dates. We were just, you know, kind of hanging out and stuff. And I like, you know, went to the bathroom and took my low snacks. Yeah. So that's one thing I, I really want to, to, to work on um, yeah. getting more comfortable doing with someone that I really like. And I get how uncomfortable it can be to let the information out of the bag and wonder what he's going to think about you. My suggestion to you is not to hide it for a couple of reasons. One is that if you really like this guy and you really want to get close to him, having the challenging parts of diabetes hidden from him and not letting him know what you deal with on a day-to-day basis, it's going mm-hmm. to be frustrating for you guys. It's not going to lie right. to, you guys to have a, right. a really close relationship because you're going to be keeping this one very important thing from him. But at the same time, you don't want to overload him with information or with worry about it. The longer you keep it from him, the harder it's going to be to let to him bring know. it up. That was my issue with the last one, the last yeah. relationship. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's going to be like, "Why? Why haven't you told me about all these challenges right. that you're having up?" Right. Until, you know, you're, yeah. you're at the altar on your wedding day. You're like, "Oh, by the way, I have to tell you." This <laughs> by the way, <laughs> these twenty million things that you know. Right. But what I would suggest that you do is that you. Do it naturally. You started that process when you're talking about your CGM. You certainly you painted it in the butterflies and roses while you're talking <laughs> yeah. to him. Maybe next time you guys are together and you're having dinner, you just pull out your insulin pen and give yourself a shot. Do it without making it a big deal. Because I think that when people see that you're able to integrate your diabetes management into your life without really thinking an eye, then they're they're not going to think twice about it. But when you say, when you make it a big deal and say, I have to go to the bathroom to take my insulin, um, (laughs) then they're, or when they find out that you've been hiding it from them, then it becomes a much bigger deal than it needed to be. Yeah. And the relationship. And I I think like, for example, I I think he knows, obviously he knows that every time I go to the bathroom, it's to take my insulin or to, to, you know, to do something because I told him, oh, before I eat, I have to go, I have to take, I have to take my medicine. So then every time I like, you know, we're about to eat, you know, get some coffee or eat food. I'm always like, by the way, do you guys have a restroom here? (laughs) Like it's one of those very, very obvious things where if he didn't know that that's what I'm doing, it probably, he definitely knows, but it's more just me needing to maybe say, you know, outright, Hey, do you mind if I like take my insulin or I'm going to just take my insulin right now or I would encourage you not to ask permission. I would encourage you to say, hey, I'm taking my insulin right now. Pull it out, give it to yourself and then put it away and keep on going on the conversation. Yeah. And, and, and then he'll, he'll understand diabetes as the relationship develops. And he, uh-huh. may ask, he may ask questions and you can be open to answering those questions as opposed to saying, hey, we have to talk. Scary, but it's also overwhelming with all the information. Yeah, right. But if he sees it kind of bit by bit, and he sees you going low, and he's and you say, "Oh well, my blood sugar is low right now, so I need to eat." I'll explain what's going on a little bit later on. Right now, my blood sugar is high. I'm just not feeling up to going out today. I just need to stay home and relax. It'll get him used to knowing what's involved in Jenna's life with diabetes. It's. I think it's more the the timing of things. Yeah, I think 
It's it's interesting. Um, I'm going to give you an example. Like, so I actually just started giving myself insulin in public this year, listening to one of your podcasts. And I think you talked about this guy that was on an airplane and like how to take his insulin. And I remember thinking when I was hearing that podcast, I was like, okay, some people can do that, but I can't do that. Like, you know, like that's cool that like people can do that, but like, that's, that's not what I can do. So I had that thought of like, you know, okay, like that's cool. But you know, me, I'm, I'm a bit different. I can't do that. You know, I'm not comfortable doing that. And then for some reason, like two weeks later, all of a sudden I just had this like, Hey, I'm in the bus. I got to give myself insulin. Like, you know? And so I just like, I just kind of like, I was like, all right, I'll just do it. I'll just try it. And so it, it was one of those, like, I really didn't plan it. I really didn't like, you know, it was a little bit forced, but I didn't like, you know, say like this day, I'm going to do this. It was more of like a, when I was ready, I did it. So I'm not sure for this relationship I'm in currently, if that would be an okay train of, of events, you know, for me to wait until I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to tell them you know, this is how I'm feeling right now with my blood sugar low. It's 2am. Do you mind if I drink some juice, you know, in your fridge? Cause I don't have enough low snacks or like, you know, some, you know, something like that. Or if like, say for example, I'm going to see him this weekend. Should I, should I pull out my insulin pen at dinner time and be like, yeah, this is my insulin pen. Well, I would say the second one, pull out your insulin pen and you can either introduce it and let him know what it is, or just do it without saying anything. If you wait till you're ready, you may never be ready. I mean, look what happened in your last relationship. You were with him for a right. year and yeah. you weren't ready. And that, I mean, right. not that that caused a relationship to end because I know that you guys were international. Yeah, distance, right. But mm-hmm. at the same time like that, I would imagine that that was exhausting for you and put and was hiring for you. And so I right. think that, I think that kind of introducing things step-by-step step as a natural part of your life mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. going to be the most effective thing. Let me mm-hmm. ask you one other question before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we wrap up today. What happens if you pull out your insulin pen at yeah. dinner this weekend and he freaks out and he says, I can't deal with someone who has diabetes. Yeah. Or like one of my, one of my fears is actually there. I do know some people who have fears of syringes, you know, they mm-hmm. do have fears of, of pens. And so that was maybe one of the reasons that I didn't always give myself insulin in public or that I would ask someone permission before doing it. Because if someone does have phobia or, or a big fear of syringes, then, you know, maybe seeing that would give them, you know, would, would make them like scared or, or, you know, startled or something. And, and, you know, I wouldn't want to do that if I don't need to, I don't think it would be the case, but if it was the case that, you know, all of a sudden seeing my insulin pen gave him like this, like rush of like, Oh my gosh, what, what's going on? She's druggy. Like she's taking, you know, taking insulin shots. Yeah. I, I would definitely be really sad. I would be really like disappointed that, you know, that that relationship couldn't work. I think that goes back to the, you know, the people that, I really, really like, it's harder to tell because we get along on so many other levels. Like we get along, um, about our like philosophies on life or like our activities we like to do, or like, you know, just like, as like humans, we get along so well. And so if, if like, you know, for, for God forsaken reason, diabetes was the reason we had to break up, that would make me probably really, really, really sad about it. Um, just because, you know, that it's something I can't change. It's something that, you know, is, is, you know, it's, is my life. And so, and I want to challenge you there. Let's say that the worst case scenario happens and you pull out your insulin pen and you give yourself a shot and he does not handle it. Mm-hmm. Well, he says, yeah. I, I cannot be with someone with diabetes. Yeah. I would challenge mm-hmm. you to say that it, it wasn't diabetes that made me break up. Mm-hmm. It was him. Diabetes let out his true colors as opposed to his reaction right. to 
when you let him know that you have diabetes and what, what's right. involved in it, and he's compassionate and, and interested, that also shows right. two colors. Right. Diabetes would not be the reason; it would be the window into the, the avenue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that that is true. And and that being said, like if it's not diabetes, it could be something else too. You know, it could be, uh, you know, maybe later say I never had diabetes and and something else came up later then his reaction to that horrible thing of mine uh you know would come out later so I guess you know better to get that that reaction now than you know once we're 50 years down the line no I'm just kidding but you know once we're once we're in that very serious relationship we're well exactly um, and back to my example of mm -hmm. how my wife found out about diabetes on the phone that one day her reaction meant a lot to me. And it, it mm-hmm. showed me that this was going to be a big deal for her. And this relationship was going to work, not because she accepted diabetes, but because of her reaction to something tough. As much as you don't want to have something go negative in a relationship because of diabetes, it wouldn't mm-hmm. be because of diabetes. It would be because of the person and their reaction to you right. with diabetes being the door that opens up to let you into that. And right. well, that's not fun. That's actually really good information to have in a relationship mm-hmm. as you're making decisions about how to move forward. Yeah, that's so true. So Jenna, I want to just wrap up here with a couple of to-dos for you. I would really encourage you to, to open up with Tim about diabetes, but do it in a, in a really natural way. You know, manage your diabetes as you would at work or on the bus or at home him around without over explaining with, without having to make a big deal out of it, but let him see how it's a regular part of your life and how you're doing really well with it, how mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a worry for him or a concern for him in your relationship, but it's something that he, he should be aware of. Be willing to answer questions that he may have mm-hmm. about your mm-hmm. diabetes, because I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will yeah. have questions, especially when, you know, you go low in the middle of the night or you're, you're high and you don't want to go out or whatever that situation mm-hmm. is and see how he reacts. I would say that Also, don't wait until you're ready, because if you wait until you're ready, you're never going to be ready unless you feel that you don't trust him in the relationship enough to know you want to wait until the relationship is ready, not until you're ready. And that's really a decision that you'll have to make. I think it should be a a function of the relationship as opposed to a function of your fear, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. of course, letting people into your world with diabetes is going to be scary and going to be uncomfortable. Relationships are about intimacy and about closeness. And if you don't let people in, then the relationships are going to be a lot more challenging now, but also later on. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really, I think it's a great conversation. I think something that a lot of people can really relate to. And I look forward to having (laughs) you back on the podcast in a couple of months to find out how the relationship is. I'll let you know if there's any uh, dirty secrets that have, you know, (laughs) no way. I hopefully it'll be some, some good news about, about the relationship or yeah, hopefully, about how hopefully, things progress. Hopefully it'll be great news about the relationship and about how, how he mm-hmm. understands and accepts your diabetes and integrates it into your relationship together. Sure, for sure. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Before you go, can I ask you a quick favor? If this podcast has been helpful for you, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating and post a review on iTunes. That helps me get the word out about this podcast so as many people as possible with type 1 diabetes can benefit from it. I always love hearing from my listeners. To get in touch, you can find me on Instagram at the Diabetes Psychologist or send me an email to mark at thediabetespsychologist.com. You can also find me on the web at thediabetespsychologist.com. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. Bye until then. Thanks so much for listening. 
For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Thank you.